Hairdressing, business, beauty, products, people, interviews, fitness, health, well-being. I'm Nathan Plumridge and welcome to Hair Life. On this week's episode of Hair Life, we are talking about developing an inspired and driven team. How do we do that? We get rid of the dickheads in your team. Very simple. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome back to Hair Life with me, Nathan Plumbridge. Thank you for joining me again. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest while I'm here. Uh, my voice is not great. Uh, I've gone down with something. Uh, it's not the vid, but I've got something. But it's not stopping me being here with you today. So I hope you're well. Um, now, life's been throwing me what I've classed as a few curveballs, particularly recently. And it's really made me look at things within our salon and our business in general. And it's also made me look at who is in our salon. It's really made me look at my team and it's made me look at them as individuals, but it's also made me look at those and how they interact. How do they work as a team? Who are they? What are they? What's their personality? Is it good? Is it bad? Do they share? Are they a team player or are they a soloist? Because the one thing I've realized more than ever now is that in order to grow your business and your team, you need a truly clear vision, but also a motto, something that basically everyone can understand. And I think that all Blacks rugby team have an absolute cracker. So bear with me on this. No dickheads allowed. No dickheads allowed because dickheads are not good for your business and they're not good for your team and I think most salon owners in fact probably all business owners will agree that we tend to put up with dickheads for a long time and they can be basically some of the most productive or the highest earning members of our team and fear is what makes us keep those dickheads in our squad. <laughs> I will stop saying that word. I just wanted to make it clear. And I think I have now, but it might come up again. Um, so in order for us to you know, make an inspired and well-driven, shared vision, goal-focused team, you need the dickheads gone. Because quite simply, better people make better teams. And actually, when you really look at it, it is quite simple. Your team, your organization, your mates, your family, for things to move forwards and grow, surely everyone must be going in the same direction. And a prime example of this is just think about when birds are migrating or when they're traveling long distances. They go in that spearhead V formation. And they do this because is 70% more energy efficient. Nature is an incredible thing. But as one tires out at the front, who's leading the pack, other ones drop in to fill that space. And this is surely the essence of a team. Everyone is working hard for each other in harmony. There's no individual egos. 
there's everyone is focused on the end game and that end game is about winning or getting to that destination so no dickheads much of what i'm talking about here is from a book that i have just recently read it's written by an amazing author called james kerr and it's called legacy and honestly it is is one of the best books i've ever read everything about it just makes sense uh, and most of it can be transferred to business through sport now we are Definitely trying to create a more empowered and focused team in the salon. And we know it takes time. We know it takes time to achieve it. But in order to free you up as a boss or a salon owner or a business owner, you need, I think, to start now. Now, we're all very aware that preparation and practice are hugely essential elements to creating a winning team, particularly in our environment, the salon environment, because practicing everything as many times as possible so that each and every team member knows how to carry out every task under pressure to the highest standards and kind of get into that habit of just making it frequent as well. One of the things that I've realized is that we quite often do regular training, but it is not regular enough. And that is the biggest change that we're going to make within our business is make it more regular daily, weekly, monthly. Don't just do like a team rah-rah or some sort of team meeting. Make it more frequent because I think it's going to give your team a real sense of control and purpose to deliver the best service in any situation. Now, this is the first time I've ever done this. Uh, so please bear with me, but I'm going to read you a page from this book, because for me, this really explained what practice is all about and what it can do for you. So see what you think, but bear with me. Shepherd St. Borrell, New South Wales, Australia, 1915. A different sport, another lesson. A small boy is playing cricket alone in a backyard. The sound of a ball on bat echoes over the neighbourhood, rebounding over an ordinary weatherboard bungalows in an ordinary Australian town. That bat is a cricket stump. The ball is a golf ball. The ball throws the boy, or even the boy throws the ball against the curved and corrugated wall. Each time he throws, it flies off a different random angle. Sometimes he cuts, sometimes he blocks, sometimes he drives. Every time, though, he hits that golf ball. Every time. The boy does this every morning, every afternoon, and every day, and every year for a decade. In his first game for the local school, age 12, he scores 115 not out. In the return match, his captain retires him on 72. For the third match, the opposing captain refuses to field a team if he is selected. A few years later, during his first season of a club cricketer, the boy scores 995 runs in just nine innings. In 1927, he plays his first class match. The next year, he plays for his country, and 20 years later, he retires with an average test score 
of 99.94, dismissed one run short of an extraordinary career average of 100. The boy's name was Donald Bradman, the finest sportsman of any generation. Bradman learned his trade on the back streets of Borrell by bouncing a golf ball off a corrugated wall and hitting it back with a cricket stump. He made practice his test. Isn't that an amazing story? As I've said, I've been totally blown away by this book. And there are more pieces to come from it uh, over the coming weeks, which I hope you will enjoy. So let's just think about the takeaways from this short episode. Remove the dickheads from your team. Don't let fear control you. Empower a mantra or a motto that your team will understand. Prepare and practice everything with everyone regularly. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and please remember to leave me a review and let me know what you'd like to hear on the Hair Life podcast. Go to the review, leave your comment and that is where I will get back to you from. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at nathan.hairlife and email me or join our newsletter and additional content at www.hairlifeshow.com. Have a great day. And I look forward to talking to you very soon.